Today's episode of the Quintessential Browns podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink, but without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you for trying to not let the funk out. All right. Got all these fucking notes mm. for nothing. This is the quintessential Browns podcast. Just like some wild pit bull dog. All right, QB peers, welcome back to another quintessential Browns podcast. I am one host, Yusuf Ali. And this is Jake Solomon. This is week two of the 2022 NFL season against the New York Jets. And I remember before we um, did all these pregame podcasts, this was one of our wins that we had figured, but then the game happened. What do you want to say before we get into no, it? No, this is uh, – I, I can't think of another – I mean, I, I'm sure if I looked at it, there probably is one, but this was, this was maybe the toughest loss, the hardest game to swallow – as a Browns fan for me, this was unfathomable and unfathomable, fathomable game that we lost. I can't talk. I I cannot believe we lost this game. I cannot believe that actually happened. I cannot to a team as bad as the Jets. The Jets are so bad and we made them look so good because our defense played with no intensity, Joe Woods sucked a dick, and is so embarrassing. We're gonna talk about how bad we lost, and as usual, we're gonna give you a metaphor. This one should be good this week. <laughs> Our new segment: sub, um, surprising and disappointing players. Oh man, we're gonna have we have an array to choose from, and um. Previews and predictions, and then final thoughts. So, QB Pierce, week two, let's talk about it, even though we don't want to. The Jets coming into town, I think a, a bunch of playmakers on that team, offense, defense, special teams. I know they're well-coached, uh, so we got to be about our business, and it's going to be a 60-minute effort. Uh, but we're excited about, excited about getting in front of our fans, getting down on the lake, uh, expect the crowd to be raucous, but we're looking forward to uh, – that down there Sunday at one, you know, it's a big thing that we talk about. It's one thing for me to know the situation or one player, but it really has to be everybody, players, coaches, everybody's got to know what's going on. So prepare for a team with a quarterback throws the ball 59 times in the previous game. Yeah. I don't think that's what they really want to do. Um, I think they really want to establish the run game. Uh, this on that particular play, I don't know why there was miscommunication, um, but we can't let those plays happen like that ever. You have to find ways to win. You have to go in, you know, to that game on a hot Sunday afternoon against a good football team with a lot to play for, and you got to find a way to win. 
but on special teams, we did a lot of good things. Some things we got to get a lot better at. I mean, some things we got to get a lot better at. I mean, some things we got to get a lot better at. You I mean, how do we handle winning? I think it's important that we're all focused on the task at hand. If we get it, if we get an A championship with that elf, I, I might come here with a little elf outfit. On. <laughs> down and try and score fast. I mean, we saw Carolina down on one play against this Cleveland Browns team got back into it with a big touchdown. That's offensive line holding up well there. Flacco wide open. It's Davis. Davis wow. Waltz is in for the touchdown. Um, see what had happened. Unbelievable. That's exactly what the Browns did against Carolina. I mean, how do you allow this to happen? The only way that the Jets can be in this game is to get a quick touchdown. Mm. A lot of shaking heads here in Cleveland. Thought that this one was over. And now they've got to sweat out this onside kick. And trying to convert. Got his onside kick. He goes near side of the field. Who's got it? It's still loose. I think it's just Jets. No signal yet. Now they say Jets football for the Jets. Flacco over the middle. It's caught. Touchdown, Garrett Wilson. It's tough. You know, we let up on defense. I guess really the whole team let up in the 11th hour. You know, you, know, you let one slip up or two slip up, and then, like you saw. This one, this one was tough. Um, it just shows you can't. You know, take anything in this in this in this league for for granted. Uh, I mean, we got a short week, so we got we got to bounce back fast. Uh, I think the guys in the room understand that, and uh, I think everybody's uh, up for the task because we have no other choice. Okay, we win as a team, we lose as a team. We lost, we got beat, didn't play a sixty-minute game. It's really frustrating, uh, frustrating to me, to our players in that locker room. I'm sure to our fans because everything that happens on that field is my responsibility. Everything, offense, defense, special teams. Um, I'm not going to hide from that, and I'm not going to point fingers. I'm going to tell you we're going to get it fixed. Are the fans happy about it? Some things we got to get a lot better at. You know. Well, the game happened. Um, like I said, we we had this one penciled as a W. Traditionally, we beat the shit out of the Jets. Now, we have lost a couple Jets games here and there, but it's been a while since we lost one. So we figured, we pretty much figured we had their number at, at by now. Like, we, we, we have, on paper, we a better team. We did better last year. We did better the year before. Hell, Baker debuted against the Jets and lit them up. So we got pretty good memories playing the Jets. We, sh we should feel good when we go into the Jets game. But these guys, man, they had some young dudes, man. And some young dudes was – everybody was worried about – or not worried about Flacco, but they should have been worried about that Wilson kid, that fucking number 20 they running back. Even 32 was, had a couple good runs. And goddamn, they got it done. They line was better than I thought. They offensive line, Miles could not get there as as like like I thought. Nobody really could get there. No. We didn't get Joe Flacco on mm. the ground like I thought we was. Nope. We and, uh, and we didn't get to it earlier. Joe Woods had them boys out there, discombobulated, confused, miscommunicated, all types of aids, and yeah. it was really bad, man. It was really bad. It was. Terrible. And this is the again second weekend in a row that our defense is fucking up with communication. And I I don't know why Denzel Ward isn't man on man. 
or just everybody? Why are we just not playing two man under at the end of the game? Why are we messing around with a flat zone? Like let them have an underneath pass. That's fine. I just don't, you know, he's, he's supposed to be this lockdown corner. He's got a huge, huge payday. And we're having this guy playing his own to the flats. Allegedly that was his play. I don't, I don't get that. I also didn't like his effort when the ball was going to be caught. He he just kind of stopped running. He's like, oh, whoopsie daisy. And 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 another thing that make this one worse, we we kind of fast forwarded to the end of the game, but the outcome, which is which was painful to relive, I had I had to watch other highlights to for the people to get them sound bites and all this type of shit. I had to relive it again and again and again. But um, we started out really promising. At the same time, they were scoring just as much as we was. And I'm like, wait a minute. The New York Jets should not be matching us point for point. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is happening right now? And sure enough, we got up 13. They got up. They scored fourteen. Why was it thirteen to fourteen? You called this last week. I should. I should. I might use a clip of it right here where you said he can also hurt us because I had just called him such a hero and K. York. I'm a, I'm ready to buy a jersey. Yep. And you said he can also hurt us. Mm-hmm. And I'd be damned if he didn't miss a twenty yard extra point. Yep. Which would have tied, made them at worst tie the game, and we could have still been playing and had a whole different conversation right now. QB peer, but that's not what happened. And in a one point loss, you really hate to point the finger at one person because a one point loss in a team sport like football, you can blame so many things, but missing a 22 point extra field goal is definitely one of them. It, I, I really don't want to – it's tough for me to point I, – I would choose to point blame at the coaches, if anything. I don't think – I just – it's tough to not look at Stefanski. You know, he's the guy that's uh, – what was his name? Hugh Jackson. And he the one that said, I'm the one riding the bus or driving the bus here. Uh, he is the one driving the bus and when you are the head coach that means you understand everything that's happening on offense and defense you run everything and it's your responsibility to let guys know about certain situations in the game is what, what's happening and you know we took a timeout and an onside kick and we still didn't get it and then i i won't blame chubb at all i, I will not blame chubb at all for getting that last touchdown any team i think would t- i mean yeah could he have went down? Sure, but you shouldn't fear going up two scores under two minutes and have to worry about that. But it was the perfect storm for us to lose. Scoring too quickly, leaving them too much time. Kareem Hunt's uh, big, uh, big yardage plays, he went out of bounds. That saved them some time. And Yeah. When you talk about time, this is another key thing I noticed that I didn't really notice until watching replay after replay. On their final possession, the times that they dropped the ball really helped them a lot. When that 
Hinky or Hank, whatever the fuck they tied in when he dropped the ball, that stopped the clock for them. And that would have been like a two, three yard gain on first and 10, and the clock would have still been running. Mm-hmm. And then another time, I think somebody across the middle dropped the ball, which would have been like another four or five yard gain. It was 55 seconds left at that point, which would have kept the ball, which would have kept the clock running. And the most crucial, I guess you can say it wasn't a drop, but goddamn. If Miles could have got to Flacco in that that last when he just missed sacking him and he threw that incompletion, that also stopped the clock. If he would have got that sack with 25 seconds left, the game is over. And yeah, yeah. It, it just, I mean, that's why I say a one point loss. So many things just could have went one way or the other. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep. And but you're right. The coaches, especially the defensive coaches just got out schemed out played out coached really really bad and I, i'm like i know that the offensive co- coordinators up to, up top looking at the field are defensive coordinators up top do they see that shit too like what the fuck is going on like how did mm-hmm. how did they score so fast twice yep <laughs> yeah that's that's a big issue with that you know we got joe woods and he was the thing. So Robert Saleh, who's the head coach of the Jets, was the defensive coordinator for the Niners when they were in the Super Bowl. And Joe Woods was the I think he was the uh, the cornerback coach, I think. So he had worked under Saleh. So then Saleh gets this head coaching job with with the Jets. And then we get this guy who's a part of this, you know, he just kind of, kind of gets to ride that wave. Well, you, you went to the Super Bowl and you, you are part of this great defense that you created in, in San Francisco, but the, the stamp was definitely more of Robert Sal, you know, Sally's yeah. as his defense more than Joe Woods. Um, yeah. I think it's very evident now that what Joe Woods was doing wasn't as much of a, impact uh, as much as Robert Saleh. So it's, uh, it's tough. It's very, it's very difficult for me to have a coach like that. That's not, and Stefanski should know this too, but man, you gotta, you know, it's, I guess it's bad communication, but I mean, it's, it's inexcusable. It's absolutely inexcusable. That's, you know, you guys are such a good day that Nick Chill was having fucking, Amari was catching everything. Came he was cooking. Away. He was cooking. Yeah. Cooper was cooking. Amari cooking. Mm-hmm. Fucking even Brissett had bounced back and was looking competent up until the very last interception. Which mm-hmm. at that point, that guy's under pressure. I'm not gonna blame him for throwing that interception. He, I mean, he ain't. He shouldn't have to be in that position either. Right. I mean, the onside kick. Even like, do you not know how to onside kick? Do you not, not know how to recover on size? Get, pick that bitch up as soon as it comes in your sight or whatever the fuck. What the fuck are you doing? How are you not picking up on size? It was just, like I say, one point loss. So many fingers to point. We we cannot. I would much rather get my ass whooped. This is so <laughs> painful, man. Just yeah. Please beat us by two touchdowns so we don't got nothing to talk about. But right. this, oh my God, this. This, 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 and then it's a short week. All right, so surprising and disappointing player of the week. 
Uh, let's go with the surprising player of the week first. Um, it was Jacoby. I'm going to give it to Brissett because he surprisingly, but ex- it was kind of expected because I said this the Jets. He should bounce back on the Jets. It's a good team for him to have a good game against. And he surprisingly did that up until that last interception. But up until then, he was doing good, man. No, not too many Aaron throws. He wasn't fucking, he didn't take sacks. He, he scrambled. Like he was, he was doing what he was supposed to do. So he was my surprising player of the week for sure. Yeah, he he definitely had a really good bounce back game, like you said, with the exception of that pick, which I also do not really count. It was just a, a shitty situation. And it, it, you know, it, it, he, it's a situation he should not have been in, but. Um. Uh, yeah, I guess you have to go with him. Amari played great, and that was good to see. Um, so you could give it to him, but yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I will say Jacoby Brissett. I thought he was really decisive with his throws. He looked, he looked way more comfortable than he did against the Panthers. He just seemed, yeah. And we had talked about it the week before how we were hoping that it was just going to be a, uh, you know. Like you said, it was just an emotional game for him for whatever reason, and yeah. that's kind of it. And I think he he impressed both of us. Uh, so I would give it to uh, I give it to Jacoby as well. So that was easy. Now here we go. Disappointing player of the week. Um, this is kind of hard because it wasn't one player. It was a whole sure. unit of players coached by another non-player. Maybe former player. I guess he played at one point. But, I mean, I'm just going to have to give it to the secondary for giving up. Just keep your – pick a man and stick to him. You know, the coach shouldn't even have to tell you that. Hey, I got him. All right. <laughs> this is street. This is street ball at that point. Right, right. <laughs> so, I'm going to give it to the secondary. Mm-hmm. That was very disappointing secondary. Against the Jets, rookie receivers. Old quarterbacks, come on, come on, secondary. Miles Garrett can't do everything. <laughs> um, Clowney got hurt, so yeah, secondary is my disappointment. Yeah, I'll. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to pinpoint somebody in the secondary, but you could find, you know, great, you know, you could put on Delpit, you could put on Denzel Ward. Uh, you know, I I would rather put it on the coaching staff. Than a player because it does suck. Yeah, let's do that. There's no, no, there's no rule. We're gonna make an exception this week because that was just the Jets. The Jets, the Jets. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it on the coaching staff specifically. Joe Woods. I would not be upset if he got fired. I just, I, I've never been impressed with his defensive schemes uh, or how he gets everybody to get ready. I just don't. uh, I'd like to think that there's probably a, a better coordinator out there um so i would yeah i think the most disappointing joe woods so collectively we're giving it to joe woods and the secondary good job defensive line and linebackers <laughs> especially phillips and jok made some plays mm-hmm. even walker made some plays so the linebackers did, they yep. supposed to do, but not the secondary mm-hmm. that was really bad so, this next segment, the metaphor of the week should be fun. 
metaphor for the week of week number two, the week of the New York Jets. How did watching this game and the outcome make me feel? Hmm. By the time this game was over, it started out so hopeful, but then at the same time, couldn't celebrate. I couldn't be real hopeful because they kept scoring. So it was like they keep catching up. It was like, um, I'm going to take it off a of dating for a change. It was like, you think you're the smartest person in the class. Mm. You get to, you go to this class and you going, you know how they send you in a different class for a day. You got to go to, go to Miss, go to Miss uh, Addison's class for the rest of the day. Yeah. Then you go in there, you're like, oh, these, man, I'm, I'm smarter than all these kids. And then as the day gets farther on, you're like, wait a minute, they keeping up. They, <laughs> They answer, they answer more questions than me. They raising their hands faster than me. And then sure enough, by the end of the day, you done turned to ask one of these motherfuckers to help you with a question. You're like, motherfucker. <laughs> I am not as smart as I thought I was. <laughs> we were not as good as we thought we were. And the New York Jets taught us some lessons. That's my metaphor. Um, all right, metaphor for the week. Okay, so we had it in the bag and then we fumbled the bag. I'll say this is this was like going to uh, this was this was like maybe going to like your, your favorite band's concert. We'll just say, you know, it's like it's going, it's like going to Outcast concert and you're really excited to see them. And, uh, you know, an hour into the show, they haven't played Bombs Over Baghdad yet. But you're like, there's still 30 minutes left. There's plenty of time. And then there's 10 minutes left, and they still haven't played it. And you're like, (laughs) all right, we're we're cutting it close, fellas. What? All right, you get a little bit nervous because there's not that much time. You know they're going to close the show soon. Mm. There's five minutes left. They did another song, and it's not happening. And then mm-hmm. you're like, oh my God, they are not gonna play Bombs Over Baghdad. That's <laughs> I went to an outcast con. And then sure enough, they ended on hey ya or some bullshit like that. <laughs> and you're like, what? This whole this whole time. Or they did an about, encore, hey Miss Jackson. Like, yeah, no, don't yeah, do yeah, that encore, again. <laughs> yeah. Encore, you thought you still had it, even after all that. They got oh, one more shit. for you. You got excited again, and they don't do it. And you just knew this outcast concert was gonna be the, the shit. So you just you had your right. outfit on. Yep. You've been listening to Outcast the last two days, so you can learn all the words. Yep. And then they don't even do the song they you want. They to just completely see. deceive you when you thought they were more than capable and competent enough to do the right thing. God damn. They just ignore bombs over Baghdad. Mm. That mm. was that was too. Perfect metaphors for his loss. Yeah. How about that, QB Pierce? Disappointing outcast concert and being the dumb one when he thought you was the smart one. (laughs) Now we can do previews and predictions. And I really hate this is two things I hate. A short week and 
that short week being a division week. So that mm. I hate Thursday night games. I, I, maybe it's because I'm a working man <laughs> and I gotta bounce some. I gotta move shit around to make sure I watch the game on Thursday nights as opposed to just Sunday mornings and just waking up and chilling. But Thursday we play the motherfucking Pittsburghs, whatever you want to call them. Insert adjective here, Steelers. Mm. On a short week, so Statman, what's their record? Uh, Steelers are o one, o two, o one. Hold on, one second. Let me check that. Oh, they won last week, right? They this like week two, they lost. Oh no, they lost last week. So then, are they o two? I thought maybe they were tied, but maybe that's wrong. Let me check. I'll check real quick. They are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. They are one and one. They are one and one. Oh, they one and one. Okay. So yeah. nobody in the division 0 and 2 then. Uh, the I Bengals are 0 and 2, but the Bengals. The Bengals 0 and 2? Bengals are 0 and 2, oh, but they. Uh, okay. But they've also played better team. I mean, they played. They played. Uh, is it the Bills or the Rams? I forget. They've played. They, oh, sorry. Wait. The Cowboys. They lost to the Steelers and to the Cowboys. Who am I thinking of? Huh. I don't know. They lost to the Bengals. They lost. Steelers. No, they beat the Bengals. I'm, the, Bengals beat sorry. the Bengals. The Bengals lost to the Cowboys and lost to the Steelers. Steelers. There you go. The Steelers beat the oh, Bengals wow. and then lost to the Patriots. Okay, so everybody wanted one except for the Bengals. Who I saw a meme comparing um, Joe Burrow to Jeremy Lin. That's that's crazy. Nah. But, um, <laughs> I think we can beat these Steelers. I don't think this Steeler team is not. I mean, this is the one to be. This is yeah. their Kenny worst Pickens they got, or Kenny Pickett, or whatever the fuck is they got. They got Kenny Pickett, who probably will start at some point, but they got Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky is not good. Oh, Mitch. Oh, Mitch okay. Trubisky, yeah. Mitch Trubisky is their starter. So, um, so they still, I heard their running back was hurt. Is their running back hurt? Oh, uh, Najee Harris. Harris uh, did he get banged up a little bit? I wonder if there's a uh, injury report out yet. Let me see. They still got that other dude that I think is number number thirty or something. He was, he had that weird hair. He was killing us that year. Weird man, they all kill us though, man. That's true. They all kill us. Um, I don't know, but it you know it is definitely a winnable game, and in terms of prediction, well. I don't know that I can predict it, but I want us to come out yeah. with some freaking yeah. fire and be pissed. Yeah, we can't predict it. I don't want to predict it anymore either. That's, I'll leave that to the batters and the gamblers. We just going to hope. We just yeah, hope. I hope yeah. it's, a, it's a hope-based podcast. <laughs> I, yeah, right. Hey, hope is very powerful. Especially after that. this last this Jets game. All you can – all predictions go out. What they say, you make plans and God laughs. Or right, that was, right. Yeah. That was definitely. That. Oh yeah, we got this. We're gonna be yeah. two and zero by the time. Yeah, yeah, three and zero, mm-hmm. four and zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I I <laughs> hope I hope the Browns come out with some freaking fire, and I hope they I hope they play pissed off. I mean, they should. It's Pittsburgh. I mean, if you're gonna get up for a game, it's divisional ones. These are the ones to to get fired up for. So. Yeah. We gotta win. That's all we can say. <laughs> these are the ones. These are the ones you gotta win. These, these ones that are are winnable. 
So yeah, and it's a division game. It's kind of it won't get too much easier. The Ravens, I don't think, will be as winnable. Even the Bengals might not be as winnable as this game should yeah. be. Short week or not, right? We should be able to beat these guys with the guys we have. So who's gonna yep. stop Nick Chubb? He he playing. So who's gonna stop Miles Garrett? He playing. So we should be all right. We should be. Yeah, and T.J. Right. T. Watt isn't playing for them, yeah, although so we're, I mean, we're, we are not going to have Clowney. Clowney is going to be out. We got guys that step up. Isaiah Thomas will step up. Somebody will step up. Somebody will probably, yeah. So that was an easy one. That, that was pretty much an easy one. No stress this week. So before we get into the final thoughts, which won't take as long, just got to say this again, similar to uh, the same thing we addressed last week, which is the hooligan fans. I don't know if you saw it, but they had a free massage dummy set up in the muni lot. Mm-hmm. And they had a hard on with a towel and <laughs> people was taking pictures. And again, it divided the Browns community. You had some people who saw the sick humor in it and said, man, this shit ain't this shit ain't right, but it's funny. Then you had the, this shit is disgusting, has no place in society. This is why everybody hate the Browns, this is why we can't win shit. Like, mm-hmm. they just going too far. Like, you can't you can't blame all that, all the whole, the woes of the whole team on a, some fans' yeah. sick creativity. But, yeah. again, like you said with the t-shirt guy, don't judge all of us on just a few people, man. That's not the whole, everybody don't condone that bullshit. Comedians, we, us, we gonna <laughs> laugh at it. But non-comedian, regular humans are disgusted by that shit, rightfully so. And man, but don't blame the whole team woes on a couple people, yeah. man. That's, no, they not giving the whole team bad karma. Yeah, I, I'd like to think that most people would, would find it like, you know, uh, you know, a little, I guess, disgusting. You know, I, I would, I would think so. I really would. I think those are just some, those are some bros from West Six that uh, put that thing together. I thought they were, I thought they were being funny. But yeah, I had people sending it to me like I created that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially people from LA. Like, hey man, what's uh, what's this all about? I'm like, I don't, I don't control everything. I don't have a pulse on everything. I don't. I signed off on this? Is that what you thought? And another thing related to last week, to the people who decided not to watch the Browns. Okay, this week, y'all got one up on us. Y'all avoided a major emotional roller coaster. But other than that, y'all going to be back. Mm Y'all going to be back. Final thoughts on week two against the New York Jets. Mm, My final thoughts is... There's nowhere in the world the New York Jets should have scored 31 points against us. No way. Nobody saw that coming. I don't give a fuck how many points we scored. There's no way they should have scored that many points on us. That was ridiculous. K-York, whatever, whatever. There's no way they should have scored. K-York could have missed every kick he wanted. There's no way they should have scored 31 motherfucking points on us and that we cannot give up 31 points to fucking low tier teams and expect to make the playoffs and make noise and scare somebody yeah gotta do better browns yeah i would i would say you know coaches you like get your shit together like get it together like there's this is there's no excuse like i know that you know it 
the thing with like any season, it does take a few games to like, you know, build rapport and like, you know, to really get in sync with people. I understand that, but we got to get it together. Like this is, you know, yeah. your job is to coach, make sure everybody's on the same page. As you said, the Jets scored 31 points, man. Come Every on. time we scored, they scored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we can't have that. So uh, just get focused, man. Just get focused, coaches, because I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm really yeah, so tired. Of we it. start rhyming that, and you know we mean it. Mm-hmm. Focus, focus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I say is go Browns, and I am very, very happy. This is a short week. I'm. This is the best time to ever have a Thursday game. Is to you know get over this awful, awful game we had on Sunday. So, I mean, we didn't lose any of our star players. Like it's clowning got a little foot, little angle thing. He'll be all right. He ain't gonna be out too long. But other than that, we was we we left the game pretty healthy. So that was. A, that's a positive. Anytime that's the only positive, you know we got. That's a fucked up game. But anyway, until next week, well, short week. So probably until later on this week, QB Pierce. I've been using Ali. It's Jake Solomon. Fucking go Browns. Go Browns. Yeah. Cleveland. This is for you. We out. I like the Browns no matter what. <laughs> <laughs>